tonight's message essentially is about, I'm just going to get into it, it's about baptism. It's about baptism. It's about baptism. It's about getting baptized in water. Say water. So baptism, why, how, and when? Has anybody ever had questions about baptism? Like, what is it? And you, like, don't know what it is? I remember, like, uh, you know, being raised in the church and really not knowing what it was. I just got forced to do it, uh, which is crazy. I'm going to take this up because I'm already sweating. Gross. So I wanted to really um, talk about baptism because... You know, we could talk about so many different things, but I want XL youth to be biblically sound. And I want you to have the fundamentals down packed. And so if Pastor Joey were to come up to somebody later on this week and be like, hey, you, what's baptism? I want everyone to be able to answer that question. Because as a Christian, this is fundamental. Say fundamental. It's like knowing how to dribble a basketball if you're a basketball player. It's kind of hard to be a basketball player if you don't know how to dribble a basketball, right? It's about the basics. Say basics. We are covering a basic of Christianity tonight. We touched on it just a few moments ago that in order for you to be baptized, you must first be saved. That's why I wanted, I felt like the Lord wanted to give someone an opportunity um, to make that decision tonight. And that sounds like a big commitment, and it is. I mean, you're devoting your life. And I still believe that there's someone here that needs to make that decision. But tonight, I just want to briefly talk about baptism, and there's so much to cover that I wanted to make sure all of you had a resource, a resource. So this piece of paper, you're going to fill out as we go through so that all of you pay attention. But it's for you to take and read again and understand what baptism is. Some of you have already gone through a baptism class here, and so some of this stuff might sound familiar, just roll with me, and then you already know some of these answers, okay? All right, so it's going to be a great time. And so um, go ahead and just pull that out, get that pen and paper out. Don't worry, the rest of like the year is not going to look like this. You're like, I'm not coming back if he makes me write again. All right, don't be like that, all right? This is for you, all right? Not every message is going to be me telling stories and making myself cry in front of you, all right? Don't get it twisted, I'll cut you. I want to talk about the importance of baptism today, all right? So here's a question that I remember asking myself, and now that as a pastor I have to be able to communicate, is why someone should be baptized, right? Why, why should someone be baptized? Boom. And we're going to go through these steps here in a second. Really, the first answer to why should you be baptized is this, to follow the example set by Jesus. That's the first write-in, by the way. If it's underlined, you should write that. Oh, it's crazy. To follow the example set by Jesus. How do we know that Jesus set this example? Well, as you're writing, I want to give you the scripture. You're going to see it on the paper, not on the screen. But Mark chapter 1 verse 9 says, At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth and was baptized by John in the river. Boom. Proof. Jesus was baptized. Why should we be baptized? To follow the example set by Jesus. Here's the second one. Because Christ commanded it. Like, this wasn't like something that he was like, hey, crazy, if you feel like it on a Tuesday, turn up, go ahead, get baptized. Like, that's not, that's not like, 
if the vibes are right, go get baptized. Like, no, that's not what Jesus is saying here. That's not what he says at all. He says it's a commandment. So Matthew chapter 28, 19 through 20, you're going to see it on your piece of paper. Jesus said, go then to people everywhere to make them disciples. And then it says what? Baptize them. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Does that sound familiar? Some of you that have been baptized, we say, according to your faith, and the witness of these people here, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dunk. That's what we do. This is where we get that from, okay? We didn't make that up. We didn't just say, you know what sounds really good before you almost drown somebody? Um, it's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That always makes it safe. No, it's because... Jesus commanded, that's how we baptize. And he says, and teach, and then teach them to obey everything I commanded you. All right? So this is a command. And I like this part. Number three, really why you should be baptized is it demonstrates that I really am a believer. Right? This is like people can talk the talk, but when it's time to walk the walk, you'll really see who's about that life. Right? Like, you can tell if somebody's, like, waffling and they're, like, talking about sports and you, like, really don't know what they're talking about, right? Like, my dad used to do that. I don't know why he used to get me so mad because I love basketball and I love watching basketball. And he'd be like, oh, that happened because of this. I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Stop talking right now with your broken English. Like, it it just doesn't work, all right? Right? It's okay I can say that because he's not here. Um... It's crazy. It is crazy. It's one of those things. And so, like, this says, like, if somebody said, are you a Christian? I'm going to, you know, if I ask somebody, you're a Christian, and they say yes, I'm going to ask them, are you baptized? Because Christians get baptized. If you are a believer in Jesus, it's what we do. We get baptized. It demonstrates that I'm really a believer. You see there in Acts and in John, you can read those scriptures later. But so I want to talk about what's the meaning? What's the meaning of baptism, right? You're like, okay, Christians get baptized, but for what? Like, why? Why is this important? What's the meaning of it? Because I don't just want to do something for the sake of just someone telling me to do it, right? How many people that's you? Like, I don't just want to follow orders. I want to know exactly what I'm doing, right? Like, like, you know, when your mom tells you to do something and you ask why, like, what is the meaning of this mother? And she goes, one of the famous mom lines ever, because I, that's crazy. That's crazy. I hate that. And watch when daddy gets older, I'm going to say it and I'm going to realize I've now become my parents. And that's not, I guess that's fun. It is what it is. What's the meaning of baptism is number one. It illustrates Christ's death and resurrection. So it's not just a dip in the pool. Or a Holy Ghost bath. It's something sacred. It's something holy. It's something life-changing. What it does and the meaning of it is that it illustrates, meaning it symbolizes what happened to Jesus on the cross and in the grave, right? 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3 through 4 says this, Christ died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again. How do we know Jesus was resurrected? Well, because it, it says it right there the Bible. Jesus is alive. So as we go into the water, symbolizes death. As we come out of the water, it's resurrection. It's a beautiful moment. If you've ever sat in on a baptism Sunday at Belmont, everyone cries. People be getting on the mic and telling us their life story and I'm like, you know how hard it is to baptize somebody when you, like, you feel like you need to get baptized with them because of their story? 
man, especially the junior hires. When my jaywalkers get baptized, Pastor Joey, like, gets a wreck. If you ever hear Pastor Joey go, it's not, like, because he's trying to throw up. It's because you guys make him want to, like, cry because of your testimonies and your stories. It's a beautiful moment. It represents Christ dying and being resurrected, okay? Number two is that it illustrates, really, my new life as a Christian, because what it says is the old me is gone. Here's, here's the thing. Some of you are desperate for a new start. For a fresh start. I know that was me. I know I got myself into so much trouble and so much of a mess. That I was like, if I could just like hit the restart button on life, I would. And this isn't just a restart as in I'm going back to level one. This is more like a rebirth. This is like the old me is gone. How many of you have ever tried to like kick a habit or not do certain things and your friends are always the ones that bring up like, dang, why are you changing on us? Why are you switching up on us? But man, I just don't cuss anymore. Why? Because you think you're better than us? Like, right? Has that ever happened to anybody else? It's, it's always strange how sometimes the closest people to us remind us of the old you. But God wants to bring about a new you. God wants to change you. And... I believe that just by saying, Jesus, come into my life, be my Lord and Savior, I want to be saved, that changes you. But there's something about baptism that just solidifies that change. It's like, after that, no one can say anything about my past. That's gone. Like, after baptism, if somebody comes up to me, he's like, yo, Izzy, I remember in high school, that I was like, that's just not me anymore. Well, what makes you say that? Well, I, listen, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a believer now. I've been baptized. That old me is gone. I think some of you need to do that. I think baptism is that fresh start that you've been looking for. It's not a new meal plan. It's not a new workout plan. It's not new disciplines. It's a new start. It's a rebirth that comes from baptism. That's not in my notes. That's for free. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's good. That's good. Look at 2 Corinthians under that second line. When someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a what person? Becomes a brand new person where? Where does it say that? It says a brand new person inside. Inside. So you listen, outwardly, you might still have some things to work on. But inside, God has started a new thing inside of you. He's doing a new thing. And and sooner or later, the work that God is doing in you is going to come out and show. Let God do that work in you. Be baptized. Colossians 12, uh, 2 verse 12 says this. For when you were baptized, you were buried with Christ. And in baptism, you were also raised with Christ. Okay? So it's awesome. Let's keep moving. Why be baptized by immersion? This is, this is important because uh, as a pastor, I feel like we've all... Who, okay, how about this? How many of you have been baptized as a baby? No? Okay. All right. Okay. As much as I honor... Your parents for committing you, their child, to the Lord. We as the Assemblies of God and Belmont Assembly of God would say, as a Pentecostal, would say that that baptism isn't biblical baptism. That's what we would say. We would say that a biblical stand on baptism is someone being immersed in water. All right? So why do we dunk people in water. Has anybody ever asked that question? Like, why can't you just take a nice little measuring cup and just whoop, right? Why didn't the baby just count? Like, why didn't the splash, right? Why didn't just, 
why do we have to dunk someone? I mean, because think about it. There's some people that don't know church that come to church and they're like, what is that all about? Like, why is he holding his, that person's nose and like putting them underwater? That seems really sketchy. Who, okay, who's, if you've been baptized, like how many of you were a little sketched out that you had to go underwater backwards? Like, okay, yeah, you know, I baptize you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel like dude with tense. He was like, right? So we want to talk about that. I want to answer that question. Why does infant baptism, in a sense, I want to say this sensitively, why does infant baptism not count? I don't like saying it like that, but why would we say that someone would then need to be baptized? Here we go. Number one, because Jesus was baptized this way. And if, listen, as a follower of Jesus, if Jesus did something, that's what I want to do. Right? If Jesus was fully submersed in water, that's how I want to get baptized. Right? Matthew 3.16 says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. So this tells us, biblically, that Jesus was immersed in the water, meaning fully immersed, meaning he went under the water, and the Bible says he comes out of the water. You can't come out of something unless you what? Okay, uh, y'all are with me. Y'all are with me. Number two, every baptism in the Bible was by immersion. Was by immersion. Here's an example. Acts 8, you see it on your paper. Then both Philip, what up, Phil? Haven't seen you in a while. And the men went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water. Okay? So we see it. I love sermons like this because I love teaching, and I love teaching the Bible. Like I said, not every Thursday needs to be like me talking about like, we need to go and change the world. Generational curses need to be, like all that. That's great. But listen, you and I are disciples. We are disciples of Jesus. What it means to be a disciple is to mean to be a follower and a student and a learner of the life of Jesus and the person of Jesus, right? Number three, the word baptize means to immerse in water. Like that's what the word actually means means. Okay, the Greek word, oh wait, hold on. Where are my, uh, it's on the paper, but where are my jaywalkers at? Uh, the Greek word for baptism and immersion is what? You said it, say it louder. Baptizo, right? That's just a fun word. Everybody say baptizo. Sounds great. I just love that word. Cool points, gold star to Caleb for knowing. Baptizo in Greek means to immerse or dip underwater. So once again, when somebody asks, well, why do we have to be fully submerged in water? It's because that's what the word actually means. It's the actual definition of the word, to be immersed in water. Here's the last number four, is this. It best symbolizes the burial and resurrection. We talked about how, just a few moments ago, how baptism essentially symbolizes Christ dying and being resurrected. The laying down and the coming up. And it's hard to symbolize that if you're getting sprinkled. All right? I want to say that sensitively. But ultimately, we want to fully submerge in water. You'll see here the founders of certain denominations agree. So Martin Luther, John Calvin, John Wesley are all theologians, are all studies, uh, students and studiers of the Bible and of theology. Um, these are people that, you know, a lot of pastors hold in high esteem. Even they agreed on this, that Biblical baptism is by immersion, meaning going into the water. Does that make sense to everybody? Shout out to the OGs of the OGs. John Wesley is the man. So here's a question. Who should be baptized? Who 
Look to the person next to you, to the right. Look to the right, right? Look to the left. Who should be baptized? The answer is this. Every person who has believed in Christ Jesus. Every person that's believed in Jesus. Is there anything else on that slide? Say it louder. Okay, so, so that means who should be baptized? Everyone, yeah, you, everyone who believes in Jesus. There are no conditions to this other than one. You must believe in Christ Jesus. Every person who has believed in Christ Jesus. I like this, Acts 2 verse uh, 41 says, those who believed and accepted his message were what? Say it louder. Okay, so now we see in Scripture that when people, after the death and resurrection of Jesus, came to the saving knowledge of Jesus, right? So Jesus is ascended to heaven. Jesus said, peace out. I'm sending you somebody. The Holy Spirit comes. Boom, we're all, we're all chilling. People that believed in Jesus after that were baptized, immediately following their belief. So they believed, and the second they believed, they were like, now what? They said, we get baptized, right? So Acts 8, 13 says, Simon himself believed and was what? Say it louder. Okay, here's Acts 8, 12 again. But when they believed, Philip, as he preached the good news, which is what I presented earlier, the gospel, and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. So this is men, this is women, believing in Jesus, being baptized, being baptized. So I want to read you this because this is the heart of the church. At Belmont Assembly of God, we wait until our children are old enough to believe. To believe. Make a conscious decision that Christ died and rose again to save them and they choose to believe in Jesus and understand the true meaning of baptism before we baptize them. So we can't just, just straight up people come up to us and say, can I be baptized? We just say, do you believe in Jesus? Are you able to articulate what that means? what being saved means, right? We can read all of that at some point. You can do that on your time. But it says, some churches practice a baptism of confirmation for children, which we talked about earlier, right? This ceremony, says, is intended to be a covenant between the parents and God on behalf of the child. That's like infant baptism. But we would say, listen, as, as far as we believe what the Bible says, we, we baptize when someone is old enough to know right from wrong and why they need to be saved and that they are saved and that God wants to use them in that way, boom, they're baptized, okay? The, right, this is different from the baptism that we talk about in the Bible, which was only for those old enough to believe. The purpose is this. What's the purpose of baptism? Read this. is to publicly confess your personal commitment to Christ. It means you're going public. It's like, you know, when Taylor Swift and, and, and you know what I'm saying, and Travis Kelsey, like, People are like, I wonder, I wonder. And then, like, she, like, runs off the stage and kisses them at one of her shows and, like, the whole world, right? That's called going public, right? No more sneaky, sneaky in the DMs. They're like, just straight up, we're kissing after the show, which is crazy. She even changed lyrics for him. That's called going public, all right? All right? And so, in the same way, getting baptized is saying, hey, everybody, I believe in Jesus. And so, here's the deal. If you can't tell a room of believers that you are a believer, I find it hard to believe that you'll do it outside of here. 
I'm just not ready to be baptized. I'm just not in the right place. It's not about being ready. It's not about being in the right place. It is a command from Jesus. Jesus says, when you believe in me, time to get baptized. So there's no like, listen, when I just kind of get my life, to, there's, that's, you don't see that in scripture. Look at the verses that we put on there, and there's probably plenty more. Look at the verses we put on there, and none of it says, you know what I'm saying, hoodie. Y'all don't know this, but I call him hoodie. He, like, hoodie, whenever you, like, you know, stop doing some of the stuff you be doing, right, that you don't want to be public, then you can get baptized. No. Because those things that are in private, those things that are hidden in your life, when you get baptized, stay in the water. And a new you comes out. It's the death of your old self. It's the death of those things. And so if you're not a believer in Jesus, then really you need to start there. You need to start with believing in Jesus. And then the immediate response to that is to be baptized. And we just believe that when you go public with your faith, the church celebrates. If you've ever been in a service where we baptize, the place goes crazy. It's amazing. Like, it's the greatest feeling in the world to know that you as a Christian, you as a believer, are not alone. You know, the, the devil wants nothing more than to convince you that in your faith walk, you're alone. But when you get baptized at church here, you're saying to everyone that I've got family, that I'm with family, that I'm with God, and I'm a part of something. I'm a part of this church. I'm going public with my faith. And here's, here's, here's where some of you might delay on this. It's because you're not public with your faith right now. And, and I love you enough to say this, that if I were to probably follow you around school, the you that's sitting here now at church is probably different from the you at the locker. I love you enough to say that. And you know what? Like, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I was, you know, better. No, I was one way at church and I was one way at school until someone called me out on it. And I'm thankful that leader did. I'm thankful that leader saw that in me. He said, listen, like, you're living two lives right now, and that's going to tear you to pieces. It's like if you just go public with your faith and be supported by believers around you, then I promise you, like, you're, you're not going to have this anxiousness and stress and anxiety in your life when it comes to who you need to be because you know you're saved. You belong to Jesus. And so my encouragement to you is that some of you are caught in this in this tug of war between who you are at school and who you are now. But you believe in Jesus, but it's just difficult there. You need to, if you're not, you need to be baptized because this is going to solidify and make it public. There's no going back from that. And, or there shouldn't be. Because you've made it public. You say, like, this is who I am now. It's for you. It's for you. When you feel the, the, the temptation to go back to the old life, you can say, no, that old me is gone. But until then, you're there, you're stuck fighting. When that thing can be put to rest, and that, those, those habits can be put to rest. I just truly believe that. I truly believe that. So, when should I be baptized? As soon as you have believed. It's not about getting ready. And I want to say this respectfully. Respectfully. Say respectfully. Not respectfully. 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 All right. Respectfully. I want you to honor your parents. I want you to, if you want to be baptized, I want you to talk to them. 
but it's not up to them either. Scripture doesn't say when your parents let you be baptized. If you believe in Jesus, if you are a follower of Jesus, you believe that Jesus died and rose again, you are to be baptized. It's not when your parents are ready. It's not when they can come to church and see you and take pictures, although that's amazing. We want that. We want that family bonding moment. We want the family to be a part of that moment. But ultimately, God is commanding it. And I've seen conversations, I've had conversations, excuse me, of, of students saying, my mom's just not ready yet. What? It's, it's not about your mom. It's just not. I, I love parents, if you're watching, I love you, but it's not about you. You've been baptized. Right? I don't think my kid's ready. Well, let's talk to your kid. Let's talk to you. If you believe that Jesus died and rose again, and because of that you're saved, guess who's ready to be baptized? That's it, all right? So here's the deal. And, and this is, I, I, I wrestled with how I wanted to end the night, all right? I could have brought Emily up to play, and we talk about the cross again, and, you know, get all emotional and get y'all to sign up to be baptized. But listen, you know me by now. I'm not here to emotionally manipulate you into your service. Into follow, I, I'm just not going to do that. It's just not who I am, Okay. So here's the deal, all right? If you want to be baptized, meaning if you need to be baptized, Baptism Sunday is this Sunday. Ha-ha! Okay? Baptism Sunday is this Sunday. So people are going to say, have you gone through the baptism class? Guess what we just did? You just went through... Belmont Assemblies of God's baptism class. Ha, ah, you didn't know it. I tricked you. Ah. Now you have to get baptized. Ha, ah, losers. Ah, I tricked you. You thought you were just coming to church. Psych, you just took a class. You're like, dang. I would love to be y'all's teachers. Yo, yo, would you want me to be a teacher at your school? Would you, would you, would you come to my class? Psych, y'all wouldn't come to my class. I'm failing every single one of you. All right. Here's the deal. And then we're going to end the night. Then we're done. That's it. All right? Like, that's it. I'm, uh, again, no frills, no, no bells, no whistles. All right? If you want to be baptized, meaning you should be baptized, you have not been baptized, and you are a believer in Jesus, Sunday, we are baptizing people. I think it would be amazing. Listen to my heart here for a second. I think it would be amazing if the church got to see the youth go public with their faith. I think it would be so encouraging to the older generation, the more wiser generation, the more seasoned generation, to see that the students of this church are going public with their faith. Right, as of right now, I'm going to be real with you, we have, we're baptizing three people. That's three people that are going public, and I love that. I'm the one baptizing on Sunday. That's why I'm doing this. So it's going to be me, all right? Me and you in the water, all right? It's going to be me and you. So if you're like, ah, uh, I'm not comfortable with so-and-so, well, it's going to be me. So we're chilling, all right? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Where's, uh, do I have my admins here? Do any of them here? Do we have the, the, this, I had them print out papers, applications, applications. Yeah. So if you should be baptized, You've not been baptized, but tonight you say, Jesus commands it. I need to be baptized. I'm going to give you a little piece of paper 
to sign and fill out some information. It's not anything weird. It's just we need to know what, you know, put it for record. It's just whatever, all right? We need to get your T-shirt size because you're going to get a free T-shirt. Oh, wait, are you wearing one? Gigi, come here. Come here, Gigi. Guys, this is Gigi. This is the shirt you're going to be receiving. Just, can you just give me one of those real quick? Just, all right, great, thank you. Great, awesome. All right, Julia, raise your hand. Everybody say, what's up, Julia? This is like the most like, this is just a different new service tonight. And I love it. I love it because we get to do, we get to do what we want, all right? So you're saying, Pastor Izzy, I want to be baptized. Uh, again, it's me. I'm, I'll be baptizing you. I'll be in the tank with you. I'll get to pray over you. I'll get to celebrate you. Your family gets to celebrate you. So here's the deal. Julia has an application form. All you got to do, you don't have to apply, but it's just a form. At the end of service tonight, right? I want you to find Julia. Actually, let's just be brave. Again, we're going to practice this, all right? We're going to be brave. Is there anybody here that says, I would like to be baptized on Sunday? I know. Boom. There's one, two. Yeah. What? We'll find a time for it. Oh, these two right here. Anybody else? Yeah, give it up. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm proud of you. Anybody else? Look at that. Listen, if you think, if you think that's as loud as it's going to get, when you get baptized on Sunday, you're going to feel more famous than Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, okay? Is there anybody else who say, I want to get baptized? I want to get baptized on Sunday. Is there anybody else? All right, you may not be like, I don't want to raise my hand right now. I, I really want to, but I'm not about to raise my hand right now. All right, I get that. All right, putting you on the blast. All right, so find Julia after, fill out a form. When you're done filling out that form, where you checked in tonight, find Haley or Allie. I like to call them Hallie. Find Hallie. Find Hallie or find me and give that piece of paper to them so that we have a count of who it is. But again, if you've not been baptized, Sunday is going to be such a fun day. I really highly encourage you to come out. Even if, like, let's say you're just in your head tonight. Come Sunday, you're like, man, I really need to do it. Just show up ready to be baptized. Find me and say, I'm here, and we'll get you in. We've got stuff for your hair. We got stuff for you, you know, just making sure you're presentable after. We got you, so don't worry about it. And so um, I highly encourage you. I want to show the church that the youth are alive, that we're well, that we love Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, um, thank you for messages like tonight that um, are just the truth. I'm thankful, Lord, that it doesn't need the bells and whistles of entertainment. Your scripture doesn't need anything added to it. Just in itself is powerful, and it's true, and it's life-changing. And as we saw tonight, Lord, you want us to be public with our faith, not for any other reason other than ways that you can use us to encourage other people and ourselves how baptism is a reminder of what Jesus did for us. And it's a reminder of what has happened to us, that the old is gone. Some of us need a fresh start, Lord. And I pray that maybe someone here didn't raise their hand for the paper. 
I pray, Lord, that you would put it on their hearts so much that they'll reach out to us, hit us up on Instagram or on TikTok or however, maybe their leader. Or maybe, Lord, I pray that if they didn't think they were ready tonight, that come Sunday, Lord, that they would make the decision to go public with their faith, to show people that they are loved by you and that they love you. Thank you, God, that we follow the example set by your son, Jesus. We're so thankful for him. It's because of Jesus we can do this. In your precious name we say, and everyone says, come on, give the Lord a hand clap right now.